Hi guys, this is Jan from Taste of Prague. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Taste of Prague podcast. And this episode is pretty big because it only took 13 episodes for Zuzi to actually join me behind the microphone. And we sat down at the cinema of the Bokovka wine bar, opened a bottle and just answered all your questions that you had about how we travel. Because we invited questions um, over Instagram about a month ago. We have received many, many, many. Um, some of them uh, we'll answer in a later episode. Uh, specifically, it was answer. It was questions about um, how we travel with our JJ, our two-year-old. So we'll answer that later. But this time we focus on the basics: how we find tickets, um, how we travel sustainably, how do we go about researching restaurants, uh, hotels, do we plan our trips a lot, um, what are future travel plans and stuff like that you know several tips it was really a fun episode to shoot so i hope you find this helpful and this will answer many many questions that you may have had about how we travel so please enjoy if you have more questions definitely let us know send us a text message send us an email or like um, reach out to us through social media we will be happy to include it in a podcast that will shoot eventually some next time but now it's the basics how we travel um, hope you enjoy this. Cheers. This is Jan. Bye-bye. All right. Hi, guys. This is Jan. Uh, from and Zuzi. And Zuzi. Hello, Zuzi. Hello, everyone. Uh, a newcomer on the podcasting circuit here. And uh, let's get straight to it. Let's get to your questions. So th- there's been a few like general topics. We're going to start with our traveling experience and how we do this. And then we're going to move to research. That's basically we're going to, uh, how we research when we travel. Okay. That's basically the outline. So let's get to it. The first question is, when did you decide to travel? Do you have any tips for beginners or students who want to travel? So... Mm. <laughs> It was very different from either of us, I think, from both yeah. of us, because... Uh, I was yeah. traveling since I was very, very small, mm-hmm. because my parents got divorced when I was like seven or eight, and we were basically uh, traveling to visit my father um, twice a year, because my mom moved to the other part of the country, and yeah, that was the beginning of my travels, and I ever since I I loved it. Yeah, me it was actually kind of similar because my mom is from Eastern Slovakia, so basically I would, and she worked for the Czechoslovak Railways back under communism, so which means she would have free tickets. So nearly actually every second weekend, we just take the night train from uh, uh, Prague to Humene, way in the east of the of Slovakia. I would just go. All the time, so I'm very, very used to uh, trains. It's a very comfortable environment. I think not so much for Zuzi, right? Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I'm like very comfortable in uh, in uh, in trains because it's just something that I basically grew up in. But yeah, and then from then again, I think that our paths were a bit different from like the yeah. childhood travel. From for me, it was mainly at the college time when I had like lots of time to travel. So I basically traveled by myself or with some friends i hitchhiked mostly everywhere mm-hmm. yeah. which i wouldn't do today but of course that was different i couch surfed a lot so mm. that was very affordable actually my travels back then and i was not um 
as needed for the comfort as mm-hmm. I'm today. Yeah. So it was much easier in some sense, you know, to, to go yeah, anytime. I, I traveled with my dad and my, um, you know, step, uh, was not a half brother. Uh, we go to Yugoslavia and the communism. And then again, later I would travel a bit too, but I think not as much as Zuzi. I'd stay mostly in Prague. Also, one thing about me in the 20s, I did not drink and I did not ski. So uh, the skiing trips were not for me because that's basically the two things you, there in the, you do in the mountains. Um, I had a big trip to the US, obviously, when I was a foreign exchange student there for a year. But apart from that, not so much, actually, until I met Zuzi. Yeah, and then we started to travel together, yeah, right? And yeah. We really liked it. Yeah. But back then, Jan was scared of flying. You we'll know, get to so, that. We'll get to yeah. that. But uh, I it was, was yeah. uh, quite limited <laughs> travels yeah. back then. But I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, fast forward to today, and we've been to Australia and to you know, Japan and all these things, and uh, you know, I've been doing fine with flying. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Now, what are the? So that's the. That's how we started. Now, what are the tips? for beginners or students? So my tip would mm-hmm. be just start. Just go. Know? Yeah, exactly. You you shouldn't, if you want to travel, you shouldn't look at your, what your budget is, what, what your time is. You can always fit it in. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have limited budget or limited time, you just go for a few days or, you know, you choose, like you can hitchhike or you can go buy cheaper, uh, like, transportation mm. you can if you want to fly you can also put and you are, don't care of the destination you just put to i don't know sky scanner uh the cheapest flights and you look and you go where where it is you know so yeah Absolutely. i would i would just start yeah and you don't necessarily need to uh think that the travel is travel to Sydney or Australia or travel is travel to Japan. Mm. You can start locally and yeah. then, you know, continue from there on. Absolutely. I think that, uh, first of all, in terms of the food, for instance, people see our Instagram and see that, you know, we eat a lot, but every town has cheap street food or something like that is delicious and cheap. Mm. And you can definitely have that. You don't need to like, you know, buy instant ramen everywhere you go and, also, there are destinations within Europe that, let's be honest here, are cheaper than Prague. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go to Budapest, I mean, the tickets, I'm sure, like, you know, if you take the train or the bus, uh, it's not that expensive. And then actually, you know, eating there would actually be cheaper than Prague. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, if you travel somewhere, it doesn't have to be like Luxurious, a huge budget. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. holidays. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also, as Susie did, you can do couch surfing if it still exists. I'm not entirely sure because we haven't done it in a while. <laughs> and if you have the opportunity, we'll talk about this later, but home exchange is a really good way of... I mean, we don't... we The two of us, we don't do it for the savings. We do it for the experience, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, it still is something that you can explore. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Cool. So... Question number two, how many vacations do you take per year? Do you have a strict annual plan, uh, like, you know, when you take the spring trip, for instance? Um, So we try to travel almost like every month or Mm. every second month, but I wouldn't say it's like holidays for us, right? It's more like what thing we do, you know, it's like the way of life, Mm. Like we love to travel and we know as JJ grows up, it might um, 
scale down Absolutely. when you start into so school. Sure. we try to see the places we still want to see mm. and yeah i i would say it's more like the way we live yeah so we try to go like 10 trips a year but we don't call it necessarily vacation because on almost every trip we also work yeah we don't show it on our instagram <laughs> or but instagram is not our entire life you know so uh we also work and um that way we can stay longer in the destination we want to visit yeah absolutely um We're doing an interview actually recently, and uh, I mentioned that uh, our Instagram is like the greatest hit album, you know, but there's a lot of filler <laughs> in between, and a lot of that filler is actually work. Uh, so wherever we go, and especially with European trips, uh, because there's a feeling that you'll get there again, so you mm. don't have to rush things, I have to see this, I have to see that, you know, our thinking is, oh, we'll be here again eventually. So uh, I think that, you know, we just take it easy and we just, you know, live in a different city for a bit and we actually don't change the way we, you know, navigate the day uh, from the way we do it here in Prague, I think. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We have like one big trip mm -hmm. uh, a year, yeah. usually, and then several small ones within Europe or, you know, a little bit further. Yes, uh, the one big trip you have to realize that what we do, I mean, the food tours is seasonal. Mm -hmm. And um, so we travel during our off season because we can't really leave for a long time during the summer, which is our season. So we do it in the winter. Also, the other thing is that I think that Zuzi and I, if there's one thing we agree on is that we don't like the winter. <laughs> so we usually... Here, here, in, here in Prague. In I mean, in general, I think. I, I, I don't like to be cold. Uh, well, it's much better to be you know at mountains and the sun shining uh, it can be freezing yeah. but you appreciate it more but here in Prague it's more like yeah. muddy muddy winter exactly. which is not our thing yeah. and again as I said we don't ski so yeah. maybe that's not going to happen a mountain trip for us in the winter anytime soon anyway so we travel in the winter mostly because we can and because uh, we like to you know warm our bones somewhere yeah um, so, uh, which countries have you visited? That's another question that we have been asked quite a bit. So, I wouldn't say like that many. Mm -hmm. Like it's around 40, I would say. Yeah. We've been almost everywhere um, in Europe. In Europe. Mm -hmm. We visited some of the Asia. Mm -hmm. We've been to Australia and US quite a lot we've been to mexico and canada um and canada we haven't been anywhere south south of mexico yeah that's south america we and we barely been to... scratched the surface of asia i think um and africa and africa we i haven't been to africa either. you know what we bought this map uh yeah. for for christmas and mm. we put the pins and we were like yeah we travel quite a lot and we are like yeah we've seen so many things And then we put the pins in the, the map and we were like, wow, we haven't, we haven't been, been anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> There's so many blank spots for us there. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, in Europe, nearly everywhere. And as we said, Canada, US, Mexico. In Asia, we've been to, um, what, Japan, Hong Kong. Yeah, to few. Bali, uh, you know, Thailand and Singapore. Yeah. All right. Um, how do you choose the destinations that you're going to travel to? Uh, is it simply, oh, we haven't been there, or is, are there any other factors in your decision-making? 
So every January, like not January the 1st, but, you know, the first week in January, we usually sit down and Mm -hmm. we're like, yeah, just write down your six destinations you want to visit this year. So we both do this and there's usually like three overlapping. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And we usually go to these. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah, we decide for the big trip. We usually agree on the big yeah. trip, right? Because yes. we already talked about it during the year. So um, the small, small trips we usually decide as as we go. Like yeah. last last week, we were like, let's go somewhere, and we just looked at where the nice weather is. We picked Barcelona, so, uh, and we bought the tickets for the next day. So yeah. sometimes it's this quick. Mm. You know, we don't need much of planning, but obviously for big trips, like when we go to US and it's not New York or LA, which we visit quite often, uh, we, of course, plan much more. And um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we have the big trip in January, February, we plan that in like October, November, Mm -hmm. right? Because, I mean, you want to book the flights a bit earlier, you know, uh, if you go intercontinental, because I think that there's a sweet spot where... It's kind of the cheapest, I guess, like three months ahead, I think. So it's already something that we've discussed before. But for the European trips, as you said, we can actually, I mean, it's so easy. You just pack your bags. You don't need a passport and, uh, you know, you go. You just go. It's very easy. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was one time where uh, JJ was, we felt he was not, there was a heat wave in Prague and JJ was not, you know, loving it. So uh, we just went on, again, like I think Skyscanner and we just like, booked we just look at where the cheapest flights are anywhere north we look at the weather app on our iphones and we say yeah this is fine it's like 20 degrees 80 de- you know 75 degrees fahrenheit let's go there so we just yeah. booked it and the next morning we flew away right Excellent. because we we both work from home so we can actually if we have our laptops we have our office with us so it's actually easy for us to travel because we still work as Susie said before we don't this is not a vacation mm. we just we just work from somewhere else exactly yeah um yeah what's next uh this one what's been your favorite destination so far that's a big one yeah but it's been similar for both of us yes. right mm-hmm. so we both loved 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 japan and ever since we've been planning on going back and we finally are going Green. back yeah. this this April, so yeah. we're very much looking forward to it. But that was definitely our favorite destination Absolutely. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we also loved Mexico City or Mexico whole Mexico. We love LA. We mm-hmm. we love many destinations. I wouldn't say I I usually try to find something appealing on every place we go. Well, if you you know if you are there to stay there for a week you better like something about yeah. it you know so <laughs> it's always good to find some angle on on the destination and uh, learn about that place yeah. about the people and not yeah, like i remember when we flew from japan um tokyo uh to hong kong we were like wow this is like this is crazy busy and it was like everyone was honking and i was like dirty and i was like well i can't really stay here and then we ate our first 
um, Sholom Bao. Yeah, and we were like, yeah, we can stay oh, yeah, here. We can yeah, we, yeah, we love it here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing I think that we haven't been told yet, and I think we should mention that, is that, is that especially with the big trips, we used to, we tend to stay at a place for a longer time. You know, not like three mm-hmm. days, but like a week or ten days. So even if like the first two days are not great, I think you can kind of midway, you can adjust your expectations and also what you're going to do at that space. So we end up loving nearly every place that we've ever been to because we just, um, from the very outset, we said we're going to spend a few times, we're going to spend some time there. We just don't like city hop, really, mm-hmm. like, you know, like two days here, two days there. No. So, so we, we, re- you rarely can remember something yeah. after the trip, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, if it's possible for us, of course, not everyone can afford this. And yeah. it, of course, looks very close to each other when you go to another continent. You know, you're like, yeah, Chicago and New York, that's yeah. very close. And and let's put Toronto in there as well, because it's very close. And, you know, you end up with too many destinations uh, for your uh, period of time you are there. Um, yeah. But if we can plan... we. We tend to plan to stay for at least a week. Everywhere we go. Mm. So I think that's, that that helps us in like understanding the city and like getting the vibe and getting like cool with the vibe. You know, like you just, if you travel for two days, you just have to rush everything. And for a week, you find your favorite coffee shop and, you know, you get, I'd say like more familiar and more, more comfortable with the destination. So mm. we've loved nearly every place that we've ever been to. That said, still Japan, like, we love Japan so much, Zuzi actually started collecting 50 crown coins, which is about two euros, um, yeah, I was in like, jars. I can have one less coffee a day because I, anyway, I drink that did not happen, quite, but, you know, quite, they, quite yeah. a lot. I, 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 it did happen. It did happen. Oh, Come okay. on. I, I saved guess. quite All a right. lot of money for our trip, you know. Okay. Oh, and you have, then, yeah. <laughs> but the less coffee, did that happen? Well, yeah, it yeah. did. Okay. Come right. on. Okay. Not for me. Um, not for me. But... Yeah, that was my favorite place. Yeah, why? why? It was especially because it's like so exotic, but at the same time very safe. So you're not afraid to try things on, you know. So yeah. we loved everything. We loved our drugstores there. We loved, loved supermarkets there. Everything was clothing like so stores, so stores. exciting yeah. and, and the food so amazing. different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was Pretty, pretty great destination. Yeah. So for everyone who is listening, and I didn't actually meet anyone who would say I didn't enjoy Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere we talk, like at least people can appreciate the difference and mm-hmm. that, the the um, how unique. Well, that people have is. preference for yeah. a destination within Japan. Yes. Yeah, they mm. might say Tokyo wasn't my favorite, or Osaka wasn't my favorite, or Kyoto wasn't my favorite, but. They still enjoyed yeah, the Absolutely. The, the yeah, and we visit. have to. All right. Um, which city has been the best food-wise so far? That's the next question. Oh, we love lots of food. So this is very hard for me to, mm. to say what, what city has the best food. And it mm. also depends on your personal taste. Uh, but I would go again for Tokyo which I think has the, the standard. This standard is like Very above high. everything, yeah. we, almost everything we have here. So You can eat fried chicken at 7-Eleven and it's going to be good in Tokyo. Like everything it is sold is, is good. It's very good quality. 
Um, at least that's what we experienced. Mm-hmm. We only spent like 12 or 13 days there. So, yeah. of course. Um, uh, we lo- also love within Europe, we love London because mm-hmm. it offers big variety and you can find like almost any food, like any cuisine at very high quality. You know, they have perfect Thai, they have perfect Chinese, they have perfect Indian, Indian, Spanish, Spanish, uh, British food. Mm. Yeah, it's like really, really great destination Mm. for food-loving people. Uh, I personally love uh, France or or Paris Mm -hmm. um, because I I always, uh, you know, bakeries and that's calling my name wherever they are. Um, And we love New York, we love L.A., of course, big cities, but then we also enjoy the small cities Mm -hmm. like Copenhagen, uh, Stockholm, um, San Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I actually think also like the big cities, uh, the nice thing that is that you get a little like the ethnic variety, and also I think it's the context that you create is that like the the eateries you go to are very nice, and like you know a pub in London is different than a restaurant in Paris, and it's like you know you get things that are you sit in a restaurant in Paris and you know you're in Paris. You know what I mean? It's just like you know it's like um, it's very atmospheric, you know, and especially Tokyo is like that. You know, mm. you sit in a restaurant in Tokyo and you know you are in Japan. It's like it's not. It's not generic. It's it's something unique. Or in LA, you go to like Exlade in Venice, and you know you're on the beach, and it's LA. So I think that these big cities for me, or the cities that we like the most for food, they also created a very nice atmosphere for the food. Not just the food, but also like mm. the setting. Or like That's your ta- actually tacos. the next question yeah. okay. is: What's your favorite food you yeah. discovered on your travels? And mm-hmm. that's where, where I would say it's the context, you know, yeah. because we had an um, amazing meal in Bangkok on the street. You know, we just we just saw people running somewhere, and we we're like, let's let's go let's and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and see what they have mm-hmm. there. And uh, there was just lady putting out the curries and and we were like can we have some and it was the the most perfect curry i've oh, ever right. had Absolutely. i was like it's so amazing to eat with all these people and that curry was like 20 crowns or something like, like that and, it was and on then a parking lot and it was yeah delicious. and then yeah. we had amazing meal in in japan it was like three michelin star sushi sushi oshitake and i was amazing experience because there was just six people sitting in there and we were like so excited about everything you know mm-hmm. we didn't understand the word the chef spoke some english but very very limited yeah. i'd say <laughs> and um he was like explaining everything in japanese and these these other guests were like oh ooh, aha. and then he <laughs> turned oh. to us and he was like fish sperm <laughs> yeah. like yeah thank you and we ate it yeah, yeah. it's amazing <laughs> i remember that we he asked us where we're from and we said because we knew that czech in japanese is checo so we said checo and he turned to his like young underling and he go like mm, czechoslovakia <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and so funny like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, sure, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> and the underling like seemed that he also knew that Czechoslovakia doesn't exist anymore, but he didn't say anything. Obviously, he was a sushi master. Anyway, so uh, yeah, but it's about the con- yeah. That's that's a good uh, that's a good point. That it's it's not just about the food, but it's also where you have the food. It's because we eat mm. at many many restaurants, yeah. you know. So sometimes it's like great food, but 
you don't have the, the the special experience, so you tend to forget it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just meal is just one component of a great you know the the food is just one component of a great meal basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, any specifics? Favorite foods that we discovered on our travels, like food stuffs, you know, you know. Uni. Uni, yeah. Sea urchin. Oysters. Oysters. I had this one thing, you know, that uh, if I don't like some food, I tend to order it again and again and again and again until I find I find something I like about it, you know. So this was me and oysters because I really couldn't couldn't eat them. And then we had the perfect oysters, and since then I, I'm yeah. loving them. Yeah, because yeah. we always think like, well, there must be something to it if there's so many people who actually love that thing. Exactly. So we or eat them. You or know? eat them. So <laughs> so we clearly didn't have the real thing. So we're always like on the search for the holy grail of like the real thing. And then when we have the real thing, we realize, okay, I get it now. This is good. Yeah, we and, understand. You know, yeah, we understand we that. We can move, <laughs> move so, on. But sometimes it takes a lot of time to get to the real thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, so you have lots of things. It's like ah, oh, we're like obviously have obviously like no, this is how can anybody eat this? But then we we've uh, we're converts now. Yeah, right. One of our fa- favorite things was tacos. Oh yeah, at, um, oh, it's El Albanico. That's yeah, my yeah. favorite place on the planet Earth in Mexico City. That is just uh, oh, I, I know that uh, we put it on Instagram and. Um, uh, the guys from um, Las Adelitas, which is a Mexican restaurant in Prague, they just wrote back, oh, I could I could hug that tambor, you know. <laughs> I feel the same way. I could kiss every chef there. It's it's, oh, it's so delicious. Yeah. But it's also just not just about the food, but also about the atmosphere at Albanico mm-hmm. because you're there. It's it's a hot mess, like people running around, everybody eating on the street. So many it's people. They, super they busy. openness are just full of people. And it's all just the delicious. Time. And it's just you're feeling happy because you're there with the locals. Everybody's, you know, munching on these delicious tacos and you know, everything's fine the world with the world. Yeah. There was a question, is there anything you would not eat actually? Hmm. I'm probably more adventurous than you are, right? Probably. <laughs> no, um, guys, I am. Um, I grew up on the farm, so we, I grew up eating some like awful and things mm. like brain, blood, and, and things like that. So that doesn't really make any issues for mm. me to eat it. I, I wouldn't probably eat, uh, you know, when we travel, I wouldn't probably eat something we call pet here, like dogs or cats even though some cultures mm-hmm. really appreciate these animals like food i wouldn't probably i would eat it if i didn't know it's it's the pets but if no i wouldn't order it definitely no um me personally, I draw the line at humans. <laughs> I would probably not eat humans. Uh, I have a problem with, uh, I would probably not eat anything that lives. You know, sometimes like, you have like a squid that is still alive and you just have to kind of eat it with, you know, you just yes. kind of kill it in your mouth. Not for me. Um, also, uh, I don't mind blood in like sausage. I can have blood sausage, you know, black pudding or whatever. But uh, just blood, like blood soup, no. And bugs. You don't probably like bugs. Bugs. I mean, I could eat some bugs, but not... I mean, they have to be smaller. Crickets, they're fine. You know, like small bugs. Or like, I actually found the... um, What was it called? 
the, you know, the, the, um, in Mexico, the, um, the eggs of the ants. That was delicious. Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, escamole. Escamole. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, I mean, we had the scorpion. I can't, ah, no, no. So yeah, it depends. It wasn't, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Any dream destination you want to visit or by contrast, any place you're not interested in? Hmm. So we have many dream destinations. We do. That's the first point. Mm. Uh, for me, it's uh, South Africa, mm. Namibia. Yeah. We were just been, been watching Tomasz Berdych, <laughs> the, the tennis player. Kind of, it's like... Uh, it's amazing. Oh, it's just, my dream trip, you know, the, the, the thing they are doing. It's my dream, yeah. dream trip. But anyways, we will get there any, any, any day, you yeah. know, someday. Uh, you will also like to go to Iran. Yes, I've always been kind of fascinated by Iran. So, uh, Iran, Lebanon, definitely, mm -hmm. that's something that I would like to see. Yeah. Jordan. Jordan, as too. Well. Yeah. It really depends on, like, if we are interested in the food and, you know, the culture, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I've, for the longest time, I wanted to go to Taipei because I, I'm a big fan of Din Tai Fung, which is a chain of restaurants that focus on, like, Chinese dumplings. And, uh, they're from Taiwan, so I just always wanted to go to the very first one, and we will be doing that in about a month's time, which I'm very excited about. But yeah, yeah, that's the dream destinations. But mm. we have uh, the list is very long, yeah, and we will see how we yeah. how we go about it, right? Absolutely. Uh, and any place you are not interested in, I would say it's some places which we consider not safe probably because at the moment we also have JJ and we um, tend to plan or debate the destinations more than we used to, you know. So we would have probably by ourselves go to uh, Lebanon already, but with but, JJ you know, we're we would like... out with JJ, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anything with a war conflict or an impeding war conflict or like a civil war, it's probably out. Mm. Um, yeah, we we're not uh, into very touristy destinations that mm -hmm. are just that we feel are mostly about tourism and not much yeah. else. Where it's like hard to meet local people apart from in the touristy business, in, in the tourism industry or his, hospitality, yeah. where you just can't meet people it's who like, work in hotels but nobody else. Yeah. That's yeah. That's for example, we didn't enjoy that much of Bali. Mm -hmm. Because it seemed that like the resorts are separated from uh, the real life in Bali, and you would always only meet people who would work in services that would cater to tourism. Mm. Yeah. So but then you know yeah. that was we expected something else. It was also yeah. our mistake. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, yeah, we had different expectations. Maybe also like you know stuff like you know uh, Bibiona, you know like you know, you know you know very touristy sea resorts. Resorty. Yeah, we, yeah we, destinations. No. We are not really interested yeah. in them, but you know we understand why some people choose these destinations yeah so i also think that uh the 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 um dream trips for us don't include like biking trips <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> or mountain trips mountain trips or long treks you know we're, we're comfortable people we're, we're urban where we feel comfortable in an urban setting i think more than uh for now it can for change now, yeah. Yeah, but you know we'll see but as, as it is Long biking trip, we're out. <laughs> yeah, have a good time. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. Um, 
And there was one question, how did you overcome your fear of flying? So I was a fearful flyer. I was a good flyer. Then I became a fearful flyer. And then you stopped flying. I stopped flying completely. Uh, I had a business trip to Amsterdam where I just, I think I had like the total of like three breaths on the return flights, both of them. It was awful. And then um, I stopped a plane to Rome. It was one of our first trips uh, together uh, while we were taxiing. It was so funny, guys. Oh, Now we can laugh to that, right? It was was the worst. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. Jan was like, are we going to pay something for this? And the, the flight attendant was like, no, it's free. And, oh, and I was like, I want to get out. I want to get out. They actually pulled the bus like to, to just for the two of us. And then he found out. He <laughs> forgot, forgot his phone. phone there, you know. So, so I had to go back to the plane, like the walk of shame. By the time everybody knew that you know, there would be a delay because of me, I had to and go to the very last row where we were sitting take my phone and just oh it was the worst and it means like when someone does this when when they are already in the plane and Mm -hmm. they get out of the plane it means they need to upload yeah take all the the luggage luggage out and check all the people again so it means at least two hours so if you're listening to this and you were on that flight uh, i'm very very sorry (laughs) But anyway, so so uh, after this, actually, so it was a Czech Airlines flight, and there was a flight attendant, and she gave me a business card, and she said that Czech Airlines uh, run a course for f- uh, fear flyers. So I actually did it. I went there, and it actually didn't help at first. Yeah, because they I are more aimed at people who are afraid of falling down. Of like, than... uh, yeah, technical failures and like, uh, you know, crashes mm-hmm. because of technical failures. But I, that was not entirely my fear. Me, me was just like, I was more uncomfortable about the enclosed space. It was more like a claustrophobic. And I had, don't have any control over the flight and whatnot. Um, but I think that what helped me was that you got to fly the, the plane on the huge simulator. And I realized that it's a very, very basic, you know, the flight is very banal that you always kind of are talking to someone. It's perfectly fine. You're on a big highway in the sky. And it's not a big deal. And actually, through sedation and exposure, <laughs> at the beginning when we started flying, I would take a lot of pills to actually get through that. But um, so don't like you know don't expect to lose that fear like immediately. But I think through you know taking the pills and more and more exposure to flights, I finally got over it. And yeah, well, and you also visited this lady oh, for yeah. like hypnosis or yeah, it was sort like a of. psychotherapy thing, and that helped me probably too a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, so it's a bit of therapy. Then the Czech airline, uh, you know, the the course for free for flyers, and then pills, and just get to it and just start flying. Mm-hmm. And eventually, through exposure, it got much much better. Much much better, yeah. right? Because Actually, one thing that really helped me at the beginning was that if you have that sense that you're not controlling anything, you can still control some things. So, for instance, I would actually look at what the aircraft was and I would choose the right uh, seat that mm-hmm. I thought would be more comfortable for me. So, you can actually if you build a plan for the flight, it actually gives you maybe a false sense of control, but I think that at the beginning that actually helped me a bit too. Yeah. yeah. So that, if you have any further questions, you're a fearful flyer, you just honestly, just send me an email. I'll be happy to help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right. So let's get to research. Um, so let's start at the very basics. How do we research tickets, flights? How do we go about that? Usually 
we've searched them on Skyscanner. Yeah. And by the way, we're not affiliated to Skyscanner at all. We just use that service. This is just how what we do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're not here to plug them or anything, but we, we use just, them the most. We don't plug anyone, yeah, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not no, like, no. yeah. It's just what we use. Yeah. Um, we like Skyscanner, basically. We don't look at the cheapest, Flights. thickest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We usually want to get to the destination as the quickest. As possible, yeah. Uh, because of JJ, of JJ as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, so when we find the tickets we, we like, we also have some preferred airlines. Yeah. But at these times, you know, you never know what you're buying. Yeah. But anyway, let's <laughs> skip this. I think that we have, I think the more precise uh, statement would be that we have some airlines that are not preferred. Yeah. yeah. And we try to skip them. Avoid but them, absolutely, yeah. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. Well. So that's that also, I think that once we use the Google Flights, because mm-hmm. they, they uh, you could set up like a, like a, what you call it, like a watchdog that they send you an email if the price changes. Yeah. And I think it dropped significantly. So we bought the ticket based on an alert from Google Flights. Yeah, that's a good service too. Mm-hmm. I know that other people use Kiwi and other things. We haven't really gone into them. Yeah, that's We're just for, like, for... Skyscan has worked great for mm-hmm. us. So I think we've been using that the most. Yeah. Um, also like... Because of the JJ, many of the things about the flight now are based on like that we fly with JJ. So, for instance, when we fly, we try to fly for the nap time. For but his, we get, yeah. we'll for get to that sleeping. in a separate, we'll mm-hmm. have a separate podcast about your travel with JJ. So, we'll go, go into detail about this then. Yeah. Um, how do you choose um, uh, the type and location of accommodations when you travel? So, one thing we like to do is mm. home swaps. Yep. We use home. We've been for a long, long time. We've been members of homeexchange.com and we've done about 20 exchanges, or yeah. more exchanges. Mm-hmm. We traveled to US, within Europe with that. In Japan, it's pretty hard, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there are like two apartments or something like that for whole Japan because it's just not the culture for it. Uh, but within Europe, there are like yeah, we've done many, many of mm. these exchanges. Um, so if you if you into this, it's really like in the movie, the holiday holiday movie. Yeah, Jude Law was Jude in Law, it. Kate that's Winslet. that's all I can remember. Yeah. Jude Law. Now Cameron Diaz was there oh, yeah, as Cameron well. Diaz, yeah. So if you've seen this movie, it's really really like it. You just make a dating site for your apartment. Yeah, and um, you approach the apartment you like in the destination you would like Mm -hmm. to visit and um, usually you make match with people who uh, live in on very similarly like like you you know Mm -hmm. so you very often find the similar um, books in their apartment similar cds or now LPs yeah. or whatever or today, I don't know. Yeah. Netflix or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You find that they're very similar, you know, in terms of like affluence. It's and really like, like dating. Interest. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. We can also, say because we yeah, met, we met each other on the dating side. You right. also never go out of your league, you know, like mm-hmm. there's like, you know, big villas in the Provence, but you probably don't even approach them with a small apartment in Prague <laughs> because you're like, nah, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, it's really like dating sites, really. Um, yeah, so the, we try to do that because with JJ now, uh, he likes to have some space. Mm-hmm. So he likes to run around and, uh, you know, some hotel rooms, if they're not big, 
Uh, they won't cut it for JJ. So we really look, especially for him, for like a comfortable environment that he feels. So it's our pr preferred yeah. uh, type of accommodation. What we look for when we go to some destination. Yes. But I, as I said, like now we're going to Japan, and they basically don't do this as a culture. Mm. So uh, we usually use a different service for this. Yes. Like um, we love. Kid and Co. Mm -hmm. Now with JJ, that's yeah. basically families um, that advertise uh, some apartments or spaces uh, which has some toys inside and are ready for kids. Or we also like boutique homes because we like design, we like nice places. So mm. that's somewhere we always find something nice. Yeah. And, you know, we also like to stay at nice hotels Uh, from time to time but then the hotel is usually the destination like when we you know we usually don't stay in hotels when we go for a week somewhere yeah, yeah right yeah when mm. we go for, for like a spa time. or something yeah. we like this Soho house yeah. hotel in berlin and that's the destination we go there because they have perfect spa i get my nails done you yeah. know and i things. get my nails done too <laughs> Yeah. Don't say about that. Yeah, know? okay. And then, and then we get drink and it's more or less the destination yeah, for us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes, and we use, we use like, I think we've used in the past like design hotels. Uh -huh. um, I think tablet hotels have a nice, I mean, yeah. there's a few like hotels.com, booking.com, but I mean, you, I'm, I'm pretty sure you all know them because these are, so we're not any different except from Kits and Co. and like, was it boutique homes? Boutique homes. I think we just use the standard stuff like everybody else, mm -hmm. right? But the criteria are pretty specific for yeah. what like makes a hotel room. It's always uh, like even at the apartments, you know, yeah. we need big bed. That's number the, one, the number bed. one criterion yeah. because Jan is quite tall. Uh -huh. uh, JJ sleeps with us, still sleeps with us. So he likes, and he's pretty tall now as well. And he likes to change uh, the positions <laughs> yeah. a lot. During nights, so, so we need a big bed. The wider, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. It has to be clean. We like more like minimalist style. Mm -hmm. we, if it looks like the Versailles, not uh, for not us. Not really no. our thing. No. Uh, unless it's like it's specific like, you know, for the, the location. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, we're more into like clean and minimalist style. Um, um, you know, lots of light. And locations. locations we tend yeah. to stay away from the main touristy part of yeah. the city. Mm. Uh, so in Prague, we wouldn't probably stay anywhere near to Karlova Street, yeah. uh, but we would go for Karlin or uh, Letna or something like that. So yeah. we like to stay a little bit off the center where uh, the real life is happening. Yeah. The other thing we should like mention is that like we actually like to walk quite a mm -hmm. bit when we travel so we don't mind like a 20-30 minute walk to you know from no. where we live to uh, it all happens basically because you get to see things along the way as you walk and uh, again I think you get a better immersion into uh, the city if you see more things not just the touristy things but you know you we like to live where the real people live mm -hmm. uh, one more thing we wanted to mention in this is that we've uh, recently discovered hood maps Mm -hmm. which is um, actually a pretty nice service, basically like a Google map, and it shows you roughly what what the area, areas are. There's like touristy, hipster, rich, 
and like up and coming or something like this yeah. for these four categories. It perfectly works, yeah. right? Yeah, it works pretty it's nice. like yeah. four for the city suites. Yeah. So that's nice too, hood maps. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I think that's about accommodations. Yeah. Um, now, how do you, this is a big one, how do you choose, find and research restaurants you visit? Is it blogs? Is it tips for friends? Is it Foursquare? And as one addition, I guess no trip advisor. So yeah, we always get so many questions yeah, about this. We uh, do. Let's answer them. Uh, let's answer them. Yeah. So first thing is we work in like gastro tourism. Yeah. So we have a few friends um, in similar business or friends who uh, live elsewhere but love food, good food, good drinks, mm-hmm. good coffee. And uh, we follow each other. And of course, when we travel to some destination uh, where that friend is from, we always ask him or they know someone who can recommend something. So that's the number one problem. Yeah. One number one lead, mm. right? Yeah. The second would be when we find something um, these people recommend and we like it. Uh, we always look at what they follow on their social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that usually leads us to another great places. Yeah. Uh, Another good um, source is the people. When you visit the place and you feel very comfortable and you like the space and you're like, yeah, this is my kind Let's of space. Like if, if I lived there, yeah. I, I would, would be here, here every yeah. day. Uh, then you ask the people there. You either ask the staff or um, the locals who are there with you. The you diners, just just yeah. approach them. Um, the people are usually very um, fluttered that someone asked about their home city, you know, and they recommend Mm. many, many things and great things. And um, number four would be for us, definitely tips from you guys. Uh, Whenever we we, we visit some destination, we always ask about about your recommendations on our Instagram and yeah. we always get such a nice tips. We are very sorry Thank we you so don't much, guys, for, have time for awesome. yeah. to reply usually to all of them, but we, we do read them and we really, really appreciate yeah. them. So while actually, that's a good point. So while actually we have a plan going into a city, when we put it on our Instagram, do you have any tips? And we really do go through them and we mm-hmm. often change our plans to if we find a place that we like a lot, so we're going to go there. So thank you for these. Also, when we, I would like to add two more things. Number one is that when we travel to the US and I used to do more tours than I do now, I'll get lots of tips from our guests on mm-hmm. the tour because we would always go, oh, you're from this, we're going to go there in, a, in, you know, in six months. And he goes, oh, you should go here, you should go but there. But in the US, we have and many US, friends. We have many friends know, in so. the US, that is true. And the other thing is, as we said, we use social media as a search engine, right? You start mm-hmm. with something legit, with a restaurant, and then you look at their social media and what that restaurant follows, and it usually is a very good lead because the idea is that good, um, good, uh, you know, good restaurants like other good restaurants. And I actually like, uh, we had a podcast with Wendy Lynn and she had a really good idea because how she uh, researches the restaurants and she said that she looks at what restaurants actually offer natural wines. Because her in her logic, it's uh, that if a restaurant offers natural wines, they're really particular about how the food is sourced mm-hmm. and uh, where it's from and they're really 
No, they really care. It's really her thing, yes, you know. Yeah, that is real. So yes, if you, true, if yeah. coffee is your thing, I would go for like specialty coffee place, and then yeah, exactly. I would ask there. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, sometimes like with the coffee shop, I mean, we've been researching for our, for our trips. So we looked at uh, you know the uh, national barista championships and like who was in the finals, and you can you know you can start there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a place to start. Yeah. Or there's like you know. The world's 50 for best coffee bars. in Europe, we like to use European coffee, coffee trip. Yeah, that European they have fantastic trip. tips Absolutely. and they travel to so many places and they're really, really great yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. So I think all of these, but so, so friends, social media. Yeah. Yeah. Locals. Locals. Tips from your, like. Tips from you. Your, your <laughs> friends. Yeah. yeah. Your tips. All right. Um, do you book table? The next question is: Do you book tables at restaurants you visit, or and do you pre-plan your days out? Well, we book some tables, uh-huh. uh, but very few. Uh, we only book uh, some high-level restaurants, which we might not get into it if we just turn uh, up there. Yeah. Right? Like when we went to Noma, we of course planned that. Yeah. Or, you know, when, when, you, when yeah. we went to the Sushi Yoshitake, you, of course, planned that. Yeah. Because if you appeared there, they would usually send you home. You yeah. would have to be very, very lucky to get the place. Yeah. We actually, so I think with when we travel without JJ, we, we used to do a bit more fine mm-hmm. dining than we do now. Because obviously he's not into like, you know, four-hour tasting menus. But uh we still try to plan like a one nice meal, one or two nice meals where we travel. Like one and, or two yeah. fine dining restaurants. Yes. And um, I mean, if we know you have to book, we book, right? Mm-hmm. These places. The rest, uh, we try to book some if it's possible. And sometimes we just honestly wing it. We just think, oh, let's go at the beginning of the service or at the end of the, ser- like, let's say, lunch service. And, you know, as, as Woody t- Allen said, 80% of success is showing up, actually. And it's true, actually, yeah. right? Sometimes you don't get the table, you know? Like, we wanted to go to uh, Escamar, uh, this yeah, yeah. In, in Barcelona now. They Estimar. were just yes. Estimar, and yeah. it was just fully booked. But we went to Disfrutar without a reservation. Yeah, and we, we had, went at the beginning of service, and they said, yeah, sure, we had a cancellation. Just have so a sometimes it's good to book in advance if you really, really want to get there. Mm. Uh, but... If you, you know, want to play it by ear, you can always try it. And at the worst case scenario, they will send you home. Yeah, they'll send you home. It's good to have a plan B, though, if you Mm -hmm. do that. Uh, And honestly, we've got to places that we would have never believed we would get to. Mm -hmm. We got to Subteam without a reservation. We got to actually many things. We were quite lucky. Just show up and see what happens. Yeah. yeah, they might have some last-minute cancellations yeah. or something. You never yeah. know. Even if their website says it's, like, yeah. fully booked, yeah. they actually might have a table. Yeah, I think uh, my tip there would be don't act like an idiot when you get there, you know, like, all self-confident. Looking desperate helps, usually. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I remember we got to this one because JJ was very small and we were in Paris and it was raining outside. Oh, yeah, that was simple. And it was a Michelin-star <laughs> restaurant. We went for the very late service and originally they did not give us a table and then there was a guy who definitely was a father. I mean, these two girls who didn't have, they were too young to have kids, I think. 
And he saw us, he was like, oh yeah, let's go. And yeah, he, but the girls first, they oh, send the us like, home, they, they right? Like, totally like, send us home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we don't have anything. Yeah. And then we were on the street discussing well, the, discussing, the, yeah. the step B. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting. Yeah. But, uh, and then the guy saw us. And so, so that helps, that helps, you know, a bit of tension, a bit of drama helps, but not like, you know. Tears, like, I, some not, tears, some drop tears. in some tears. I don't think you should like, if you say like, I deserve this, you know, uh, no. No, but I mean, like, uh, please, do you have anything? I mean, yeah. we're, we're big fans. You know. so, <laughs> usually. Yeah. Usually works. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and we don't plan our days. Really. Like, like, we don't have, like, a daily schedule written out, like, 9 a.m. this, 10 a.m. that. No. We plan now a little bit more, more with JJ. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, of course, always need mm. to have something for him. Yeah. Um, we like to go for lunches more mm. than dinners now. Yes. So we tend to plan lunches roughly and then the playtime around the area of yes, lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think breakfasts are not big for us. Like mm. when we, we don't go out a lot for breakfast unless it's a place that is famous for breakfast mm -hmm. and we want to try it. We usually have some yogurt, yeah. some fruits. So it also usually works out that way then one of us works at mm -hmm. the computer and the other one, you know, just feeds JJ, plays with him. And vice versa. It's kind of a, you know, it's it's a feeding slash working time for us. I think breakfast now more than it used to. Yeah, so it's mostly now big focus on lunches. Lunches, right. yeah, right. and then the itinerary goes around the the, yeah. the place we have yeah. planned for lunch. Like. And also because, as we said, like we visit a place for a week, mm -hmm. so usually there's like you know there's a second chance or something. We don't you know because we're not here for two days. We think oh if it doesn't work on. On a Friday night, maybe uh, you know Tuesday night is better. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Do you buy travel insurance when you uh, travel? Is there anything else? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Do you buy travel insurance when you travel outside of the EU, European Union? Now, for those of us listening who do not live in the European Union, I think we should mention that if you are a citizen of a member state of the EU, uh, you have health insurance and it covers you throughout the European Union mm -hmm. up to a point. I mean, mostly all of it, right? Yeah, but when we travel outside, outside we always have always exactly. Always. Yeah, we didn't we didn't always have it, right? Like, and I I'm not sure. <laughs> I did always buy it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because I got, you know, because we get you know from our you okay. Know, I didn't always yeah. have it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we Let's... when we do, I you know uh, we, I always go online. I just see what's out there. I usually try to get the biggest coverage because actually it's not that much money. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost a lot, and it actually can save you quite a lot, a lot of stress of, mm -hmm. more than the money, more than the stress, especially when you go to the US. There's yeah. some horror stories where, you know, you trip, you break your ankle and then, you know, you're in debt or something. This kind of uh, eases the uh, the pressure of it. Yeah. And now with JJ, definitely. And oh, we absolutely. did use it. We did know, use several, uh, trips, several times. So yeah, some healthcare along the way. It's good to have it. Yeah. It's, as, you, as you're saying, it's not that much of money yeah. and you get the... Ease of mind. Exactly. Yeah. Comfort of having it. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, Any tips on dealing with language barriers when you travel? Well, it depends who asks, you know. Um, like within, um, Jan is very good at languages. So oh, please. <laughs> Say that when to we, everyone. When, <laughs> when we go within Europe. Um, I understand quite a few languages. 
right? Mm. So not like speak them fluently, but I can get it by with, you know. Yeah, it's very easy within Europe, even like for someone who doesn't Mm. speak the language, if you travel and have some sense of like English and German or, you know, you can make your way around, but. For us, the most difficult is Asia. Asia, absolutely. It's the yeah. different writing, or mm. even when we went to Greece, it was like yeah. it wasn't that easy for yeah. us to get around, right? Mm. Uh, if they don't have the signs. In Very interesting English. thing was that when we went to Kiev, you didn't understand nearly anything. <laughs> while I, because I'm a bit older than you are, I still learned Russian in school, so I was actually quite not that old, right? Um, you always no, said not, yeah. this means something, and yeah. it did not mean what you said. You I mean, it's five years. Come You're 22. On. I'm 27, <laughs> right? On. So no, I mean, yeah. so I just I you know. Uh, but anyway, so oh, so there was it's it just a few years, but it was a vital few years for. <laughs> the knowledge of Russian script. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of, I felt very old there because I, I knew it and you kind of were more, maybe more shaky with it than I was. You you knew it. You did not. Of course I Come did. on, you did, did not. What are you talking about? Oh, let's move on. Ah, I invite yeah. you once to We will talk about this at home. Come on. Like this happens. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think my tips is don't just, be scared. Yeah, that would be my tip as well. Just just speak. Yeah. I always say when people want to understand each other, they will always understand yeah. each other. If they don't want to, they won't. Yeah, absolutely. So Gramma- you make grammatical mistakes? Sure. Not a problem. I think if he's, if the keywords are there, everybody will understand. Definitely. Just go for it. I my French, for instance, sucks big time. <laughs> I still speak French in Paris, yeah. or at least try to, and then they they I, always I, I tell him, you know. But, I mean, like, but it's you know, at least I try, and that's how you get better, and that's how you you know. It's just um, many. I think many people who are, are very self-aware about their like um, you know English or uh, about making mistakes. About making mistakes don't worry about mistakes. I mean, if you have the keywords in there and with the context, everybody will understand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in it's in the interest like, in in the interest of everyone involved that you know you make some sense of what you're saying. Yeah. So you'll be fine. I think is you can't really improve in the language if no. you're afraid to talk exactly. the language. You know, so you can only get yeah. that far mm. without yeah. like talking yeah, absolutely and then we try to learn a few basics of Ma- every language where we travel. We travel. like now we go to japan, japan Korea, so, so of course yeah. it's very very difficult for us and yeah. uh so on but we still want to get like thank you and hello, hello and, and like please yes. and, and yeah. the, the phrases my wife? um but uh yeah absolutely so you know these basic things also so there's apps. There's uh-huh. apps like if you go if you have like a Google Translate, I'm sure there's. there's we usually not use them in restaurants. Yeah. Like we don't want to like ask everywhere do you have English menu. Sometimes they ha- have, yeah. so we ask for it. But if they don't, we don't want to make big deal of it. Yeah, so exactly. we usually translate yeah. like yeah. that. Sure. So apps, English, and no fear. That's our exactly. tips. Just um, go for it. Just go for it. Um, there's a few more. Like, um, your favorite luggage? Your favorite luggage? Well, we don't probably have any favorite luggage, do we? No. We, we just bought the Remova uh, suitcases, but it's because we like the style, we like the design. Yeah. I wouldn't say they are better than our previous luggage Absolutely. or yeah. the luggage I had when I was at the, the college, you know, yeah. so... 
Archie thing, uh, you know, you buy that IKEA bag, you know, uh, for for a dollar. I mean, you fine. don't need some special yeah. uh, travel suitcases exactly. to to travel. You don't need you a know, fancy suitcase yeah. to enjoy your trip. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So we have Remova. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, right now it's being repaired as we're <laughs> recording this podcast. And the good thing about it is that you have like the, the repair, and you have you the complimentary, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. so that's, bring, that's a nice yeah, that's thing. That's nice. That's nice. But it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but they break up. Uh, break, they, yeah, break, they, they broke. It break, broke. It break down as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So another question is, how do you pay for all this? Yeah. How travels. do you pay for all of this, Susie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, no. no, the first thing is, guys, we work. You know, that's, yeah, we we are not like Kardashians or something. We we work. Uh, I mean, the Kardashians, <laughs> they work as well, of course. But yeah. um, I wanted to say that uh, the, the biggest part of it is we work and uh, we save for this because for us, the travel is... Uh, biggest passion and something you always save money for what you uh, really appreciate like someone loves skiing so they always get the best skis or the best mountain trip you know because it's their passion and it's the same with us and with the travel Yeah. yeah exactly sports cars no but, you know, we, so we, we don't really count the money we spent yeah. on our trips because that would be, yeah, we yeah. would probably cry somewhere in the corner. But We definitely don't uh, tell our parents how much <laughs> we spend on it on food when we travel because they'll get a triple bypass by now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a priority for us. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, we work hard and we play hard. Yeah. Right. Um, what's the next one? If you didn't live in Prague, mm-hmm. what city would you live in? Yeah. Mine's easy. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you always say Brno. <laughs> LA and Brno. Of course, Brno he's is always awesome. joking about it. No. I'm not sure if it's, if it's a joke or not. But it it's not a joke. Truth is, we both really, really like Brno. Brno. Yeah, and we, we were dis- several several times we were discussing whether we should move to Brno or not. Yes, that right? is true. That is true. That's true. Yeah. But, so if Brno is not an option... <laughs> Uh, then uh, for me, probably LA. I know that why people would say it sucks because the driving sucks, but you can't argue with the weather. Yeah, the weather is the best. I always say, uh, in my next life, I want to be a weather forecaster in LA. In LA. Like, guys, tomorrow <laughs> it will be sunny. Yeah, yeah 25 degrees. Or, uh, in, uh, yeah. you know, I would, I would land in Fahrenheit, yeah. but, you know. I yeah. always say that LA the is, best like, weather, the is, best. is like one long Snoop Dogg song, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rolling down the street. The, the juice and tonic. Don't, don't. I always get this wrong. <laughs> He's Why rolling his eyes. Why would anyone drink juice know? and tonics? Okay. It's gin and juice. Hey, it's my thing. Juice and tonic. <laughs> like, that's awful, by the way. Yeah, it <laughs> right. sounds awful, yeah. but, you know, he sings this. No, he sings <laughs> gin and juice. <laughs> okay, no uh, worries. Yeah, we have to go through our hip hop basics again, Susie. But mm-hmm. uh, and any of your uh, um, dream for destinations? Me, yeah. For me, like uh, you said, LA already. Yeah. Um, but it would be uh, Mexico City, uh-huh. but without the pollution. Without the pollution, sure. So that I don't really appreciate about it. But otherwise, I love, love, love that city. Hmm. And I also have this thing with Lisbon. 
I don't know why, but wherever we visited, I had this luck. Yeah, I could stay. But of course, the hills would make it more hard uh, when I'm older. (laughs) But at the moment, I'm in perfect shape. (laughs) I can do it. But five years from now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Lisbon is very nice too, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I can see ourselves living there too. Um, Final question? Yeah. Right, there's one more, right? Yes. How do you travel uh, more more sustainably? Yeah, that's a big, big topic now, right? Yes. Um, Well, we we know it's like not really, like the most sustainable would be stay at home. But that's definitely not for For us us at the moment Mm -hmm. because we still think you get much better value of from traveling and getting to know the cultures and appreciate other people and you you learn so much you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to learn if you don't travel yeah, absolutely so for us that's not possible yes um we fly almost everywhere and we don't really discuss other type of transportation because uh we used to... From a certain distance. Yeah. It just makes sense to fly, especially with a uh, toddler. We used to we used to drive everywhere or take train everywhere when Jan was afraid of flying. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, that doesn't work for us. It's like, doesn't make us very happy, right? We drove for two days to Stockholm. And let me tell you That's something. It's like it's, the, uh, worst, the worst I lost two, two days, days of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we argued like... Almost all the trip, you know, yeah. because at, when we set off, I was like so supportive. Yeah. Jan, we can get this, you know, it's fantastic. No worries. We will see a lot of, lot of yes. country. Yes, you said that when we were at Letnjani, where we were just <laughs> leaving Prague. But by the time we got to Dresden, which is an hour, 15 minutes, you're already like, yeah, oh, I, I could have him. been, I, I hate him. you. <laughs> I could have been Next time having I'm Fika flying. In, in Stockholm right now. And did I mention I hate you? Uh, yeah. It's not me. But anyway, so, so um, yeah, we, we fly. We buy offsets, right, from a reputable source uh, because we can Of course, understand. it's like, you know, sure. buying off your sins. Yeah, but sure. still, but we, we, we at least, you know, uh, donate some some money to um, the... Environmental the, cost, basically. Exactly. Right? We, we, it's, it's a reforestation, I think, uh-huh. personally. Yeah. Mainly, Mainly yeah. yeah. And then... At the destination, we tend to walk almost everywhere. We um, take public transportation. Yeah. We rarely go by taxi or car yeah. or something like that. In the US, you have to, like in you LA, drive, you, yeah. you need a car. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, we walk almost everywhere. We use our public transportation. Yeah. We also uh, swap homes, as, yeah. as we said, and that's the preferred um type of accommodation for us um, i think uh, i think it goes back to what we were saying before that when we travel somewhere we stay for a longer time and we actually do the same thing we do at home just at a different place you know we we work there we go for meals we go for coffee shops and i actually think that we live quite sustainably here in prague you know we don't we carry our own tote bags everywhere we don't use a lot of like wrappers or like we we're trying to plastic avoid those bags, plastics nice. all these things and we do that the same thing when we travel. Mm. So basically, I think not but changing your patterns. We also don't don't really buy that many yeah, things, we don't buy many, right? Yeah, exactly. Like we like to look at like local designers and what they do there, but we always buy very few, few things, things like yeah. 
And they are always from these local designers. We wouldn't yeah, yeah. probably travel somewhere to buy something H&M. at H&M, yeah, yeah. yeah like sure. for example. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's the, it's, the, it's the thing is that you don't change your patterns of like sustainable, sustainable behavior that you have from mm-hmm. home. You just don't change that when you travel. I mean, we use public transport everywhere we go or walk. I mean, yeah, we, we know yeah. we are not perfect in yeah. this, you know, and yeah, but we try. You're pretty <laughs> yeah, <darn> perfect. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this is your perfect Yeah, me. yeah, um, perfect. No, anyway, so, so yes, I mean, just because I think we uh, live sustainably at home, I think we do that when we travel. The flights are an issue. We try to buy out our sin by buying more offsets than we need mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, from guaranteed sources. Yeah. yeah, but that's about that's, that's about, about it. it. Yeah. All right. I think we went through all the lists for now. This is it. We will be back. Thank you guys for all these questions. If Thank you. Have you. Any additional questions? Just let us know. We will have a separate podcast for traveling with a toddler with JJ. You know, for family traveling families, uh, because it's a specific issue, and we thought that not everybody might be interested, and it'd be very long if we did JJ mm-hmm. in this episode too. So we have decided to separate these things. Anyway, I hope. We hope you have enjoyed this and yeah, uh, as, as much as we have recording this. And uh, we hope to see you around. If you have any additional questions, just hit us. Yeah, just let us know. Exactly. Thank you, Thank you. for listening, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Taste of Prout podcast and uh, please stay tuned for more. Uh, Don't forget to rate us online and if you have any comments or any feedback, please go to our blog page to let us know. Uh, We'll be happy for any tips or any pointers that you may have. Thank you again for listening and until the next time, cheers, goodbye.